Welcome to East Coast DNA. Darcy Walsh back here again. And we've been making the rounds. I've been doing a little review of the past year. And the East Coast DNA has physically been on the road. And we've been in Halifax and Truro and Sydney and Yarmouth and Moncton and Cavendish. I feel like... I need an invite up to Newfoundland. So anybody up in Newfoundland that is a fan of the show that has a reason for me to go up there and visit, definitely uh, reach out to me. I'm going to be looking for some options in 24 to uh, get a little bit more up into the Newfoundland area. That would be amazing. Yeah. That would be well, fun. Let us know. You, you yeah. Come hang with us. Yep. <laughs> and so for people that don't know who my guests are, uh, we are not actually calling in from Newfoundland, so we'll get to that in a, in a minute. Yeah. And I actually met you practically in my backyard here in Picto. Yeah. Uh, so we have, quote, the Raven. So Jordan and Christian, thank you for, in, well, thank you for inviting me and thank you for being on my show. We oh, had a little bit of you. a back and forth there over the weekend to try to get this scheduled because you guys have a new release coming really soon got a shopping list this season it's a million miles long we're carrying the tree and found the tallest one of yeah, all so the song comes out on uh november 17th today today, <laughs> today yeah. actually yeah yes. so uh excellent timing uh we you have a holiday theme song we do yes. it's the we first do. first time we've written one that's upbeat which is nice yeah <laughs> um yeah my last christmas song was very sad yeah and a lot of the times we kind of you know dwell on the uh the sad side of stuff and and we still kind of did with this one but we made like not happy it's a happy song no the song is happy but it's about you know it's about the hustle and bustle of, of the holidays and, True, and yeah. trying to get everything perfect and mm. and in actuality you know it's it it doesn't have to be perfect and and i think people come to the realization every year that they go through all this trouble but it's like you know christmas dinner where like something catches on fire or like you know you didn't get the right thing or whatever that like honestly those are the, the memories that you you kind of live with you know like the especially the fire things so. oh absolutely <laughs> <laughs> did you have something like that happen? no but i just i just picture dad like throwing a turkey out in the snow uh, like that's just like you know that's my family kind of vibe you know it's just like it's not going right it's not going right just... <laughs> and so, since you mentioned it you're the last christmas or holiday mm -hmm. theme song that you had out uh lonely christmas eve was is that yeah. two christmases ago now yeah. i think it was yeah, yeah. okay yeah so did something change in those two years that you went with the more upbeat? I think for Lonely Christmas Eve, we were, I think, still in the COVID mindset, I guess, yeah. of just being so separated from everyone. So, yeah, I think writing this one, it was more of like, we're finally all going to be able to get together again. And it's going to be really, yeah, like a great time. So I think it was just reflected in in what we were living in i guess at the time <laughs> yeah i think um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's you know the music changes with our moods so I, and i think you know we're hopefully overall happier people it depends <laughs> on the day i i also have stolen the phrasing of uh big break i know that you were, oh, yeah. Yeah. When you were live a, a couple times on 
some of these episodes where I'm like, I don't know if I want to even say that word right now. So yeah, I, I've used I big break a couple of times. So <laughs> thank you for the phrasing. That's a much yeah, nicer way of saying like, it. feels like a curse. Like yeah. It's, it, yeah. Like saying it is a bad omen yeah. almost. So yeah. yeah you even still, paused like when you were I know, just I was saying like, it. Ugh. Like, <laughs> I was like, I'm, is she going to say big break or is she going to yeah. say the C word? I was like, mm. <laughs> And now yeah. aside from the single release, which we'll treat listeners to at the end of this episode, and they can go out and stream it on all streaming services now that they've seen the episode and they're aware that it's out there, add it to your Christmas playlist. But I do know that you're probably on a little bit of a time crunch because you are traveling and you're actually calling in from Germany. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We're in, um, we're in Heidelberg. It's beautiful. Um, beautiful spot. Actually, there's a castle just down this, this road this, this way. way. Yeah, that way. Um, yeah, no, it's really beautiful here. Uh, we're just, we're playing for, um, a relative of mine wanted us to play a birthday. And so what a great opportunity to be able to come over here and do that. Um, yeah. but yeah, we have a lot of travel plans in the future. So so this, that's is, really this is a nice precursor to it all, you know, yes. get us prepared for Europe and, and mm-hmm. Australia and all that fun stuff, which is happening in the new year. Yes. And so for people that aren't aware, once again, because we do get a lot of people that are being introduced to artists when they're on these episodes. So yeah. you've been a band for about a decade. Yeah. So is like, did you like meet and instantly form as a band were you already friends acquaintances at the point that the origins of quote the raven i would say acquaintances kind of yeah the first time i ever met kirsten she was walking through a drive-thru and i was working at mcdonald's and she was loaded (laughs) (laughs) i had had a few beverages um me and my friends uh we were at a we were at a party not too far away so we decided to all walk there and walk around the drive-thru and a friend of mine knew Jordan from the music school that she was going to. And so she just introduced me through the drive-thru because he was working there. Um, so yeah, that was the first time I met him, but I think it was, it was a while after that. I feel like, um, I joined the music school to take piano originally. And then my teacher thought that I could, she thought I could sing. I don't know why she thought that. I think she just wanted you to sing. Yeah. She she wanted, didn't want to teach piano lessons. She'd rather teach me singing. Uh, so she convinced me to, and then convinced me to join the choir and Jordan joined the choir because he was teaching some lessons there as well. And I think we were like the youngest people in this like very small, I shouldn't even say it was a choir, but it was more of like a singing ensemble. There was like six of us and we were the youngest and sang a duet uh, one time and everyone just kind of thought our voices blended really nicely. And I mean, yeah, that was kind of the start of it. Yeah. Jordan had already been singing for a while downtown actually in St. John's, but but yeah, then I joined him and that was kind of, that was it. That was the beginning of the end. The beginning of the <laughs> end. And you've had, to, like I'm, I say to people that are not familiar with who you are already, but I'm sure there's also a lot of people that are familiar with who you are. So you do have quite a bit of experience, like you're in Germany now. But mm-hmm. you do have quite a bit of experience traveling around as a duo as well. Like it's not just a Newfoundland based 10 years. You do have quite yeah. a bit of uh road lag under you as well. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I think, I think we kind of took it on ourselves to like, I, it's a tough thing in Newfoundland to travel. It's, it's super expensive. Like if you think about any, any gig, 
um, you know, if you want to play a different municipality, even just playing in, in Newfoundland, like the biggest center outside of St. John's is either Conception Bay South, where we're from, which is about 20 minutes outside of town, and not really a place to play there. You'd have to go to Gander, which is about four hours, yeah. and then Cornerbrook, which is another, like, three or four hours from Gander. So um, I think, you know, being road warriors is kind of just ingrained. Like, if you're going to do this and be touring musicians, you have to travel a fair a fair bit, even just to exist in the province. Mm. Um, but I, I think the biggest thing for us was just wanting to try um, – just one just wanted to see parts of the world that we had never really experienced and taking that chance and, and driving over and, and taking the ferry and going to North Sydney and, and seeing what crowd reactions would be like because we'd played downtown St. John's, which is kind of a mixed bag. You know, there's a lot of um, Irish traditional music, but there's also a lot of cover scenes and, and the music that we play is not really um, it's not it's the time of night that we were playing like one o'clock in the morning a lot of times mm -hmm. it's really not it, it doesn't make sense and there wasn't really a venue for us at that time at that stage in our career for us to kind of like hone our chops so we would play this bar to one person and and you know be happy about that but we were just always curious about what it would be like to tour mm -hmm. and so when we took that first step like i think one of the first places we played there was like 30 or 40 people and we were like whoa like what is happening here like this is so unlike what we've kind of experienced leading up to this point and, mm -hmm. and it's kind of just grown from there and and we're super appreciative of it because it's and I, and I guess we've been kind of like all over canada now and we except for manitoba, manitoba. Yeah. yes and i guess the territories too the which territories. would be amazing at yeah. some point to do but um besides that yeah we've we've been to the states a couple times and um trinidad, trinidad. that was really cool and so you know we have done a fair bit but yeah, Europe and stuff is next. So I'm really excited yeah. about that <laughs> to dive more into it. But, That's wild. Yeah. And on the recording end, like you have a catalog that goes back just as long, but yeah. you do seem to have paced yourself maybe more so now than in the early days, but you do seem to have always mirrored the current strategy of like a single... Mm do a few shows, let that breathe a little bit, put another one out, build up a little bit, and then, oh, well, here's a collection of songs. So yeah. is that yeah. something that you, in the early days, was there guidance? Like, did you have a program like Music Newfoundland or something that was helping strategize that stuff in the early days? Um, Music Newfoundland has been great, especially yeah. for resources and stuff like that but i think yeah. when it came to like album release or music releases i think it's just what we've learned like from other artists that we got to know i know mm -hmm. you know we've had a lot of help from sound of pop when we first started with them they knew a lot of things that we didn't know um chris kirby who's produced all our albums has taught us a lot we we love him and and he's he's been great and yeah, like times have just changed so much with music and yeah. what people think, you know, you're just constantly learning what the new algorithms are or like yeah. what, you know, the music um, streaming platforms want. And, and so it is a bit of a challenge sometimes, but yeah, I think also too, why we've been, um, why there's been like so much time in between albums. Like, I think when we first started, we were all, we were like six years in or four, four or five yeah. years in before we released our first EP for a long time we were just kind of singing Casually, Jordan's yeah. poems that he brought mm -hmm. to music yeah. and um, some covers and stuff so 
it was really like it took a while before we were like is this what we're gonna and i think the financial do? barriers have always been yeah. a big thing too yes. like i know a lot of people kind of like jump in head first and sometimes that works but it's like you have to rely on like this explosion of stuff happening that kind of often ends up with a lot of luck involved mm -hmm. and i think for us like we've kind of been like you know what it'd be really cool to go down to new orleans for folk alliance when it happened there but we had already been to americana fest back in like 2019 so it was like we had to pick one of those mm -hmm. to like so and, we, and so we, we didn't like spend all of our money yeah, exactly. basically yeah 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 it's, yeah. Been, yeah. it's, it's been a bit of strategy but i think it's nice to just have so many people who are supportive and helpful mm. along the way i think the music community is so supportive more so than i ever thought it would be mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. within the province and even outside of that um it's just been really great so do you have a goal that you've set between the two years what success is for quote the raven because it sounds like over those years you have had quite a bit of the luck i mean some of it yeah. is working with the right people yeah. and some of those people had luck as well so i mean perfect storm and trends yeah. kind of evolving to a point that it was following a similar strategy to what you were already in sync with mm. so did you ever have a goal that you wanted to achieve or is everything just kind of organically progressed and you just happen to be where you're at now i well i remember like the the biggest thing was like having an expectation of zero like and making a joke about it because like true everything is always going to be better than that mm -hmm. and you know even like a bartender at a bar is more than one person having to listen to you you know like and some nights it was that for us um and so we've honestly been pleasantly surprised most most shows where it's like okay we have no idea if anyone's going to show up We've a done all place, this, a new, yeah, a new, a new, new place we've never yeah. been before. Um, and people have found us, whether it's through like, you know, um, radio or, or um, things like this. Or the, yeah, exactly. Podcasts. So I think, yeah, setting an expectation and, and just kind of being happy with any of the results um, has kept us going, I think, through all of it. And yeah. I, I mean, I, you know, we'd love to play a massive stadium. Wouldn't yeah. that be mm -hmm. amazing? We've, but I think I think the only goal that we really would love is to just be able to sustain a life like this because i think at this point i like i still live with my grandmother who is so sweet and i'm so happy that i can and i think we are almost at a point where we would be able to kind of sustain and like have our own bills and be able to pay them all off and stuff like that but i think i think if there's a, a real goal it would be that is mm -hmm. you know jordan works another job as well when he's home and wouldn't it be really nice if he didn't have to and we could just mm -hmm. focus on music so i think if if there's anything it's just that i don't know if there's really specific venues or anything i mean if people have us and they love our music i think that that's yeah that's the best thing right yeah. so. i used to make a joke and say like i want to be like the next queen or something you know? <laughs> and like let said something like completely like unattainable in terms of like superstardom but like let something be totally out of reach, but then be fine with every kind of step in the wrong that that gets you closer to that position. And and again, like just being okay with um, progress in any form, because I think oftentimes the rejections from music, like we think about, like there's a good example. There's a festival promoter we won't name, um, someone who we we love dearly now, um, but the first time that we had met them, first couple times, it, it, the we got this cold shoulder vibe mm. from them, 
and we oh, yeah. and I remember we were just like well, we're never gonna get this festival yeah they don't like us this is not never gonna work and then you know like the the third time we went with this person they had a big smile on their face and was like come play the festival this summer and they gave us such a great spot um during the festival and it was just like a complete difference to what we we expected yeah and so yeah it's just like a never give up thing i mean probably mm -hmm. you know what everyone would say but I, but i do think if you just keep trying like if we keep trying we will hopefully <laughs> get to a point where we can um you know sustain a life yeah i find uh, there's a lot of parallels to what i do because i'm following bands around so i end up in similar yeah. situations with travel and time constraints i have a full-time job that has nothing right. to do with any of this right yeah but uh do you find that having the job back home as well gives you that kind of security blanket when you're on the road too so you have a little bit more confidence to take chances with your music uh, it's interesting like i I've worked a lot of jobs like I make a joke that I've worked in every industry at least this point in my life and and so I'm working at a long McCoy in St. John's right now um, and it's just this unique situation where I have this place to go when I'm not touring and, mm -hmm. and they're fine with that you know and it's I, also music related which is it nice. is and yeah. it's so it keeps me in the industry and, and I, honestly there's a lot of people who I've I've been acquaintances of who I am now friends with, you know, because of that job. And like, you know, we, we always talk gear or whatever, and just kind of, it becomes a hangout spot, which is great too. Mm -hmm. um, but I think, yeah, like I'm very lucky in that situation too, because um, during the job interview, I, I kind of said like, Hey guys, I really appreciate this. Um, but my goal in life is to be a touring musician. And, 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 and that is the goal to me. And so to be able to have those um, boundaries at the beginning of the job mm -hmm. was massive. And, and so it, it, it makes me feel like I'm not stepping on anyone's toes being who I am, whereas other jobs I've had, you know, I almost got fired because I took a sick day for being in a musical, mm -hmm. you know, like stuff like that, like things that like, if someone else had came to the boss and said, you know, I'm going fishing, can I take a sick day? Like, you know, the discrepancy, like I always found that people didn't understand the music industry in the industries that I was working yeah. in. And it always felt like, hey, like I'm up till two o'clock playing a show, but you're up till two o'clock watching a hockey game. What's the difference? Um, at least in this job, like, like I think they have an understanding of, of where I'm coming from. Yeah, it's makes you feel more value, but I'm sure on the customer yeah. end too. And I'm, I'm kind of projecting a bit because I used to work retail record stores in yeah. different levels. So I, I find as a customer, though, knowing that the person that's waiting on me is somebody that also does what I'm going to do with the equipment, like that, mm, that, that would be important to me as a customer going in to buy an instrument or any, nice. any of the gear that you need to go on tour, really. Uh, yeah yeah and yeah. that's and i learned so much about that stuff too which is nice and yeah here's the things i spent a lot of money but you know that's all, the only bad thing about it yeah. is working in a place yeah that is so uh full of instruments is not <laughs> yeah it's not always great for the bank yeah. account yeah. but yeah i think i think too we we really we established like separate accounts for those things really early on too mm -hmm. so 
any money you know that we make with the band for the most part just goes back into the band yeah. um mm -hmm. we are lucky now that we can pay ourselves every now and again but you know now so many trips coming up hopefully we will be able to get some grants but you know we have to be able to pay for it obviously ourselves and so we uh we really have uh, we've been doing that since the first album I think. yeah maybe even before so, that yeah so. even even i think before i had any savings in my savings account i always designated that as the band fund before we even set one up as a quote the raven account like it was just like all right there's never any savings going in this account so i might as well just put you yeah. know the hundred bucks or seven bucks that we made some nights playing down yeah. Um, yeah so we, we don't usually have to use our own money unless mm -hmm. it's something that we feel is a really great investment and then yeah. sometimes we will put some <clears> of <throat> our own um but yeah we try to keep it separate as much as possible and which yeah. i think is been smart for us to do the grant writing too gives you the added bonus of even if you're not pulling a lot from it on that and when you go to do the mm -hmm. grant writing you have to build when i first started seeing those things i was like oh it's like a boring resume I'm like no it's not because once you actually have accomplishments to put on that it's a really yeah. fun alternative to a resume because it's yeah. everything that you succeeded in doing. And it's a nice mm -hmm. little reminder to see, like I asked, if you had goals early on. Yeah. Now, when you go in, fill a grant application and say, I want to do this. And somebody says, okay, well, why? Well, I've done these things. Yeah. You, you have that cool. self-validation before you even have to talk to a person about it. It's, it's kind of a nice mm -hmm. little treat, actually, for, the, for paperwork it's uh yeah. it's probably one of the nicer I, experiences yeah i like i i i actually enjoy writing grants which is a bit of an anomaly as a musician not all the time but like mm -hmm. i do not like it at all when i can sit down and like you know kind of like you're saying like assess what we've done mm -hmm. and also like what we're planning to do and i think oftentimes a lot of friends um you know, like I know I've written grants for other people and, and oftentimes I say like, you know, this is not just a process of me um, spewing stuff, made up stuff. Like, I think it's really important to really assess um, what your plan what your plan is and how you're going to execute it. Because because to say you're going to like sell a million records, it's like, you know, that's it's crazy talk just to do that, you know, without having a valid uh, working plan to get there. Right. So. Um, yeah, I think I think it's so important. And and oftentimes, like when I do write those grants for other people, it's like I'm sitting down with them and chatting for as much time as they probably would spend writing the grant, <laughs> you know, to figure yeah. out what that that strategy is and, and how to get there and stuff. I think that's so important. And I have usually I will ask somebody at the beginning about the name of the band and lately i found i've been leaving that out so it's become kind of a throwaway question i've left to the side but i did hear you mention that the early days was reciting your poetry so, yeah, so i'm assuming that quote the raven has the edgar Allan poe and so is is that just as simple as that for the origins of the name kind of Pretty yeah much. yeah um when we first started, actually, we we were going to call ourselves um, JK for just kidding, because we thought this is never going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is not a viable yeah. career. We're going to just call yeah. it just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when, when we decided that we were going to try and um, record an album, we were like, OK, this name is not going to do. Uh, we need to find a, a good one. Um, 
but Jordan had so many suggestions and oh. I did not like any of them. I really oh. didn't think I was going to settle on any anything, but uh, it was very tough. Yeah, I don't even remember. They, they, Some they of started them getting were, real terrible. After yeah, they were a little bit inappropriate, not, not but fit. only because he was like, you're not saying yes to anything else. Yeah. <laughs> like, he was making it funny. Brainstorm. But he did say, he said, quote, the Raven, you know, from the, from mm -hmm. the Edgar Allan poem, but I don't know. I really, I, that was the only thing that I kind of was like, Hmm. Yeah, like it, it got like an adverse reaction as opposed to like, no, 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 everything <laughs> no, was no, but that one was like, hmm. <laughs> and I was like, all right, we have to go with that. Yeah. And, and then we changed it because quoth is, yeah, it's, it's, it, you know, we just kind of thought it would be either associated with like poetry readings or mm -hmm. um, heavy metal music. And even still, when we changed it to quote, we still did get uh, some grant applications back, being like the band does the band name doesn't match the sound of the band and all the stuff. And I was like, just a silly. Uh, oh, <laughs> I think it's kind of a silly note yeah. for a grant, but uh, the reason why we wouldn't get it is the band name. Okay, but um, but yeah, no, we have had a few people still think that we're going to be metal, which I think is really hilarious. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it is from the poem, and I think when we first started too, it was we were a little bit more macabre. Yeah, a little morbid, little kind of. Do you have any yeah. idea if there's any type of uh, transition ratio for people that thought it was a metal band? They went, oh, I like it anyway. And they just stuck around. <laughs> yeah. Um, like they, they, they listen to a bunch of different genres and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I think that's really cool because, you know, like like home is oftentimes I feel like music sometimes gets it like categorized like you're in high school again, you know, where you got the jocks over here and you got the. But I always found that like the metal kids would like, they'd come into a show and, and be like, oh, it's pretty cool. Or like we had this one time where I don't know if it was me playing or both of us playing. And this guy was just like, definitely a metalhead because there was a metal, metal band going on after us. And he just like stood in the center of the stage, just him, just looking us directly in the face the whole time. And I was like, I think he probably likes this. So, you know, I, I think there's definitely a ratio of that. And, and I would I think, love to know what it is, though. Yeah. We should ask sometime yeah. on our social media. Just ask, yeah. like, who thought we were. Yeah. yeah. Did any yeah. of you think that this was the music you were going to hear when you heard our band yeah. name? Totally. And who's the person behind, like, your logo? Like, because you nailed your branding mm -hmm. really early on in the career of the band as well. I wish you could take credit for it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, like, honestly, I even have like, one of those wooden picks there. Oh, oh that's so, so cool. cute. We, um, I, this is another thing, like, like, I think we've been super lucky to have people, um, who have been there for us from the very start. Mm. My friend, Aaron Bishop, who's our graphic designer and just a part of our team as much as, as either of us for the most part, um, He's one of my friends from high school, like at junior high. Oh, wow. Like I've cool. known him forever. Yeah. And so we used to just play video games. And I remember we were playing Red Dead Redemption or something one night and I had the, the headset on and I was like, what are you doing in school anyways, man? Because I think I was doing instrumentation engineering or something. He's like graphic design. And I was like, you draw? <laughs> I was like, what is that? You know, like what, if, you know, and I had no idea. Like I knew he like drew and stuff like this, but like I didn't know that he was so talented and so i was like if i came to you like could you do a logo and like that logo that we have like that raven has been there from the very start like as soon as we came up with that name he was the one to come up with that concept for the logo and um it's just been fantastic like he's he's so talented i remember the first album like the first ep we did misty mountains there's like the outline of the feather and the so you see like a scene within the feather and then the rest of the album is pink 
or like a you know pink colors and uh and when he when he sent it to us we were like wow that's so beautiful and he said yeah like i drew a whole landscape and then i just decided where to put this outline and we were like how much work did you do for just a little tiny section of what you were going to use and he said yeah i just felt like that was the way to get it and so this is just how like his his brain works when it Mm. comes to art and it's been so consistent and he knows like you know we can kind of give him a couple things like tips or not tips um ideas i guess and Mm -hmm. he just comes up with the best artwork for everything that we 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 ask and it's just it's crazy and he has such great ideas too so like if he thinks you know he's not afraid to say he's like that's not gonna work he's very blunt (laughs) he's so blunt he's like no no (laughs) we're like okay and he always comes up with something much better than what we originally thought of so but it's something the ai is missing when you, when you, when you use AI and plug in a couple of keywords to get it to generate something, yeah. it it will, for the most part, find something adequate to your purposes. And sometimes it's bang on. But I I've, I've been playing with a little bit for things like that, and yeah, yeah, it's 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 wrong so many times, and it does not offer you opinions like a person would. Like it gives yeah. you options, but the options might be like completely out there like you could be yeah. looking for an album yeah. title and you'd be like what about peanut butter like but that has nothing to do with yeah. any of the information <laughs> totally. i gave you yeah so i don't yeah. know it's it's yeah. uh it's nice to hear that you had somebody that was a good fit but also somebody that was a friend that was able to work with you for that long of a time yeah yeah it's been great yeah. and it's cool because we like really separate friendship and business which is nice too like you know sometimes you get in partnerships with people and you're like you know it's it's uh it blends into the world but like you know when when we're hanging out watching a movie eating pizza and stuff like that like it's not those conversations don't come up until the email the next day kind of thing you know like which is really cool, cool. and i think i think that's been a key component to um our success too like like being able to to be a band so long as that separating the gig from the from the life is important so well i just the my peripherals picking up that you're you're here i i i yeah are those videos that you took yeah yeah oh um, wow i just got a oh, reel of videos that i took all playing in the background and it just came up in the queue with you I should have taken credit for planning that, but I, I did not. Yeah. So. <laughs> just magic. Just luck. Just luck. Like yeah. everything else. With yes, exactly. <laughs> well, actually, that's what I was going to get to next. So it's, uh, first of all, you have to start at a young age playing music and get your talent down. Then you have to surround yourself with good people, hopefully people that you have a long time connection with so that you can maintain that and boundaries. Sounds like it's an important thing, setting your own boundaries early on and luck. So yeah. if I if I can get all four of those things, then I could start a band, I think, and have some yeah, success. Just be at it for 10 years as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, do, yeah. I have to say, I think the, the only thing would be the age thing for musicians. I don't know. Like, I think I think it does. It does matter only depending on what your like you say, what your goals are and how sure. quickly you want to get there because like I didn't really start singing until the very end of high school I mean I was yeah. in choirs but I and I never ever thought that that was going to be a career so we were really graduated high school before we 
we started this so most people are a lot younger and i would think that it would be easier in a way if you did mm -hmm. start younger that's definitely a good thing i think but uh it's not always necessary it just depends you know if you want the house and the car and the you know by 30 maybe you'd have to start yeah. earlier. i, I think yeah. but, i think i think the the luck side of things is more important when you're younger too because it's very mm -hmm. easily to be influenced by um, people in the industry that like say they know what they're doing and stuff like that and it's very easy to go down a road that seems like the easy way to get something mm -hmm. and then like friends of ours who you know have been at it since very young have met people along the way that took advantage yeah. that took advantage of them and, and luckily like again it, it it does you know come down to luck for us but but we've just kind of used our gut reactions on people um, and not because of what they could offer us but how they were as people and I think mm -hmm using that like like the first thing we did when we did golden hour was we signed we signed with sound of pop publishing and we had no idea what like we knew tim was right on kind of guy but we had no idea what they could offer us in terms of like the publishing side of stuff or the knowledge behind song rights and and co-writes and how to do all this stuff like like that knowledge was completely like pivotal in, in you know the next five years the last five years for us um so i think yeah like that's the other side of it too is like trusting your gut but also like having friends who have experience too mm -hmm. because we're not being afraid to ask you know yeah. if, if you're going to sign with someone and they already have artists that they represent it's always nice to ask and they'll they'll tell you yeah, yeah. they will they don't especially if it's not a great thing they will mm -hmm. tell you yeah they don't I, I did notice people are pretty good to not talk bad because you never know who you're right. actually talking to yes. or who's listening totally. yeah and if you if you're not one of those people you should probably think about that but yes when you do hear i do find like unless you're really close with somebody like if you're really close you might get like the nitty-gritty story but i do oh, find right. for the most part in the industry people will kind of nudge you in a direction if they're looking out for you rather than say this is why they'll just be like, yes. yeah yeah like hey exactly. maybe yes. maybe we should go meet this person yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so this word perpetuity i'm just going to tell you what it means now it's, yes. it's you'll hear it a bunch for the rest of your life but uh you don't want whatever to, you hear you just turn it. tail yeah. and run you know yeah. like that kind of thing right yeah yeah the tips are always nice <laughs> and so now mm -hmm. for the holidays coming up how can people support you? Do you have any tour dates on back on this side of the ocean or a band uh, camp we, type thing? One Christmas show um, that's completely sold out, which is really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. but that's in Conception Bay South where we're from. Yeah. Um, no Christmas shows planned, but no. I think you know we'll we'll definitely be doing a bunch of stuff related to the the new track. And I, th uh, I think the next tour though is maybe the songwriting one that we're doing. Oh, on the East Coast, yeah, yeah we're, we're we're planning to well, we can just drop the bomb here right now. We're, we're doing a um, four of us uh, artists from each province in, in the, the Atlantic Coast. region. Yeah. We're doing a, a a tour around the Atlantic provinces. So a little fun. songwriting circle type thing, but it's not until April. April, yeah, leading up so to the East. So it'll days. be announced soon who yeah, everyone is and and what the plan is. But I think that that's kind of the next thing, just because. We're doing a lot of of things outside of the yeah. the country. I think really coming up next, but that'll be the 
That's yeah, really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And it now, is. I did mention the investment year. I mentioned the pick. <laughs> I also have uh, like yeah. some of your buttons here. The rest of them are actually um, on my jacket. So anyone that's oh, seen me at the cute. last couple of music weeks, that's all of my buttons. Through, I think two of them are quote the Raven ones. Oh, wow. well, thank, thank you. you. And your T-shirt. You have the T-shirt with that same logo that has the yeah. quotation marks with the Raven. Yes. Our merch to everybody. Um, where, and, well, where can people buy that to give people yes. for Christmas presents? Yeah. We we have a web store like on our website. Uh, our website is quotetheravenofficial.com and then there's a little tab for store there. You can purchase stuff there, or you can message us direct, and we'll figure out a way to ship things. Because um, not not everything that we usually sell on tour is available on that site. So, you know, if you're looking for something specific that you know that we have, we might be able to get you one. Yeah. To send it. Perfect. And I think I'm accidentally. I don't have any monetization on my show at this point, but I think I'm accidentally plugging <laughs> yogurt here. Thank you, uh, YouTube yeah. commercials. We'll take it. There we go. Uh, we're we're, we're back into music again. I'll take that. <laughs> so I'm going to thank you guys for your time. And there will be links in the description down below for anyone that wants to go out and buy some merchandise for Christmas or check out the new single to add to their playlist. And for anyone that is still along with us at this point in the episode, if you stay with us another couple minutes, you'll be treated to the new single. Awesome. Amazing. Thank Thanks you. Thanks again. Pretty paper, strings of light, all wrapped up in one special night. Make a wish with all my might. This year we'll finally get it right. Snow is falling, a blanket on the street. The wind is calling, bringing back sweet memories. Been searching every window, peeking through the frosty glass Hoping I can get it right at last Got a shopping list this season, it's a million miles long We're carrying the tree and found the tallest one of all Like the swirling in the snow globe, the storm breaks before the dawn Everything is bright and all is gone Pretty paper, strings of light
panicky. 